Everybody, welcome back to Wicked Good Sports. This is at the buzzer. We're joined by Ryan Flynn filling in for Jack Tiernan. Ryan, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. You know, it's been an eventful uh, afternoon mm-hmm. NBA-wise. <laughs> NFL-wise, too. Uh, we're going to have probably four videos come out tomorrow uh, to NBA, to, uh, to NFL. But uh, we're here for the NBA talk. Uh, some surprises, and maybe not surprises in Brooklyn. Uh, what is happening? Uh, well, Steve Nash is, uh, he left. Mm-hmm. He's reporting that, you know, basically, uh, they both decided it was best for him to leave. It's most likely he got fired. Mm-hmm. That being said, I can't imagine he was too happy with the situation. I mean, just watching and reading the body language. I also just don't think a great situation there for any mm-hmm. coach especially a newer coach you know yeah no uh for sure um i think that this last year and a half in brooklyn has been a worse nightmare if you're a coach um you you know he he went there thinking i got two superstars um i'm going to potentially coach to a uh to a championship um and then really immediately everything was fucked i think Kyrie said that uh we don't even need a coach uh right after he got hired which you know not great not what you want your star player to be saying but in retrospect better than some of the stuff he's been saying and sharing on twitter recently so uh where do you think it really went wrong for uh steve nash the as a player an all-time great player but uh didn't didn't quite work out as a coach. So here's the thing to like maybe fill some context from earlier on. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant worked with uh, Steve Nash, I believe in Golden State, right? Mm-hmm. As, as an assistant, and he really liked Steve Nash. He was a big reason Steve Nash brought on. Mm-hmm. I also know that right when they got Kyrie and KD, they were looking to uh, put the team together. And I believe there are a lot of voices, you know, basically driving home the concern around you know, if you have KD, you have Kyrie, you're going to need someone who's going to be more of a locker leader, right? Mm. Kyrie is just kind of proven he's not that um, mm. for a variety of reasons. Uh, KD, you know, is definitely not a vocal leader. Mm. Um, I guess you could argue he's got kind of the Kawhi leadership going for him, where it's like he leads by action. But, I mean, we haven't seen him be an effective leader on the team. Right. Yeah, I mean, this team uh, really doesn't have much leadership. You would think if they did, uh, things would be going better. But then again, can this team even be led if there was like a strong voice in opposition to uh, Kyrie? Would that even work out? Well, I think that's where we're going to transition, right? Um, with the M.A. Doku, mm. it would be a strong, a perceived stronger voice. Yes. So, yeah, I don't really, so if we're bringing in a coach as the stronger voice, that's going to be a real interesting dynamic. Personally, I feel like especially given the last few days, mm-hmm. Kyrie just continues to prove, I don't really think he's at a point where he can access coaching, right? I'm, right. I think there's just a whole lot of other stuff he's got to work out. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, all right. So, like, you know, not to beat around the bush. Kyrie Irving tweeted out um, a recommendation for a movie that ended up being very anti-Semitic. He got a lot of pushback. Um, he was he had a reporter ask him about it and be like, "Hey, why did you share that? Like, did you just not watch it? Did you not?" Were you not familiar with what it was? Kyrie Irving really didn't appreciate that pushback in the moment, um, which was another bad look. He did delete the tweet, but, I mean, it was like four days of it being up, so not that great. And then yesterday, um, they had some, like, I don't know if protesters is the right word, but basically some people sitting courtside, you know, speaking up against, like, anti-Semitism and... It's just a, it's just a whole thing, Ryan. Um, where, like, where do you think Kyrie is at right now? Like, one, I don't think the NBA is going to suspend him or anything, or they would have like done something already. But like, I don't want to sound like a bitter Celtics fan or anything. Like, we definitely tried to warn Net fans that. Uh, Kyrie was, like, a bad teammate and, like, not necessarily, you know, for how talented he is, he's, he's not someone you really want on your team. Um, and I think that's proven true. Like, what's, what's going to happen with Kyrie here? So I just don't think really any of us know what's on Kyrie's mind. You know, mm. the closest person... And not, not sports will go beyond the media I can probably compare him to at this point is maybe like Kanye. Yeah. Like, uh, Anti-Semitism lately, it's well, really it's, been like, yeah. So that brought it forth, but he just doesn't, yeah, he just doesn't seem really capable of processing his actions appropriately at this point. And it's also the erratic behavior. I mean, he had a really good quote last week kind of defending Ben Simmons where he's kind of like, Hey, you know, this guy hasn't played in a while, mm -hmm. you know, and kind of like really emphasizing the team. And I also, I was listening uh, to a uh, podcast. I'll shout out the mismatch. And mm -hmm. one of the guys um, is a, works for the Grizzlies, right? He does like the pregame show or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he had had reports when they went in Memphis, they stayed overnight, but apparently they went to a restaurant. That's a famous uh, civil, uh, a, a restaurant where a lot of famous people involved in civil rights um, you know, and, yeah, yeah, and um, basically, people are just reporting that Kyrie's like the nicest guy in the world, right? Mm -hmm. That he was just like so sweet, and I just think it's so funny because you hear those reports a lot. Like, yeah. you hear about him being terrible, all right, to you know, ad sponsors, all sorts of stuff. But then, a lot of people report he's a really nice guy. So again, it just kind of displays this erratic behavior, and I just feel like. At this point, that needs to be addressed where we can really, like, talk about him as a season-long mm -hmm. contributor to a team, let alone a star on a team, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, we, we certainly had our complaints in Boston. Um, I do think, like, it's gotten worse. Like, there this there wasn't, like, well, what was the worst thing in Boston? He was talking about the flat earth. Sure, whatever. Like, who cares? Um he can believe that there's a flat earth. It doesn't negatively affect anything, you know. Um, but it's really kind of spiraled almost. Um, 
and it, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of led to an interesting situation where like you can't imagine uh, Steve Nash wanted to be the coach. So that when they say that there was like a mutual agreement to part ways, I do believe that you know a lot of times it's just oh we mutually agreed. It's like yeah, did you did you or did you just fire him? But I, I can see wanting to get out of the situation, especially where things aren't going so great to start off. But uh. With Imadoka, obviously, <laughs> obviously he's a great coach. I don't think there's any disputing that. Uh, you know, he really, you know, led the Celtics last season. However, he is suspended um, from the Celtics organization um, for kind of undisclosed reasons. But what we can gather is he had an inappropriate relationship with somebody who was like below him in the hierarchy of. The organization, which is not something that Celtics management was cool with, uh, he's suspended. Um, why do you think this, the Nets hired him of all people right now? Well, I think if you go back to when KD had wanted Steve Nash fired, right, he had kind of mm -hmm. said that the team wasn't being held accountable, right? Mm -hmm. Basically, there was no one taking that strong helm. Even though I would argue, like to some degree. KD's got to do that as a player, right? And right. If he shows the coach that respect and buy in, the rest of the team probably is going to. Mm. So I think at this point, you know, we can say what we want about Steve Nash's coaching. I think to some degree he's a bit of a scapegoat to this rough start to the season. Mm. I know he also clearly looked, I thought every time I watched him, he looked very distraught, you know. Like he just yeah. was not having a good time. So I think the thought was you bring in someone like Ime, who's like, kind of the exact opposite takes the exact opposite kind of approach that Steve Nash did where he's going to come in, he's going to run the show and he's going to hold you accountable. Right. I could see why I could see on a desperate end, why they would think Ben Simmons could use that. Mm -hmm. I personally think it's a really weird fit. I don't really see KD buying into a coach's system like that. Cause I think MA is a guy who needs you to fully buy in and play along system hmm. that was a reason for instance like i think kd would have been a you know could have been a tough fit with him in boston mm -hmm. and then on the other end i just think the hard-nosed way he coaches yeah that worked really well with this like young group who didn't know how to win that just you know mm -hmm. wants to win right but these are all like stars i mean to be, all to champions, very, other than it, Simmons. Like, yeah, to say this in a very gentle way, Simmons, at the very least, has proven to be a very sensitive soul. Yes. Um, you know, I don't really know that he's going to respond well mm -hmm. to this kind of directive approach where he, and he's going to be held accountable when he makes a mistake. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. We also, MA only coached for a year, right? It's a, it was a very different situation. Mm -hmm. So we really don't know. It was a very good year, but yeah, like you said, and it's Would one. It was it be one. Repeatable? Of, it, was, it was one group of guys, mm. right? He didn't come into the next year when there were changes. Mm -hmm. um, so we're gonna see. Like, we don't really know. He could prove to prove to be a, a super malleable guy who, mm. you know, can adjust to the team, and you know, is just a great coach no matter where he's at. But yeah. based on the, the small picture frame we have, right, of his coaching style, mm. I can't imagine it going super well, smoothly, at least immediately, right? I don't think, right. I really don't see this team just like turning around because of the 
coach. And again, it was kind of like, I don't know, this isn't true, but Kyrie's saying we don't need coaches. To a degree, that's how Kyrie and KD have been playing, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I will say I watched them. I watched them at the end of the last week. I think it was against the Mavericks. And uh, you could see there were, like, Simmons, there were flashes where I could see they were all playing together. You know, Simmons looks hesitant, but I thought he looked a little more fluid in his playmaking and just comfort in the offense, even if he wasn't always shooting. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's just a lot to work out, I think. Yeah, if you had to, like, give a prediction now, do you think this will work out? Um, so I don't really think the Nets have a choice at this point, right? They just right. I mean, will, will they be successful more than anything? Um, so I'll say is they fired their coach. They brought in this new guy who was successful in a year. Um, you know, they have this talent, you know, the kind of the, uh, the personalities behind the town have been in question for some time. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to continue to be the case. I do think, Right, they don't really have an out. I think Ime is a. I think he'd stick it through. I don't really see him being a guy who's just going to give up. I think they'll get through the season, and I think I'm going to still say they probably make the play in. Okay, I mean that's that's good. Do you think there's any chance that Celtics are going to release everything now that uh, he is officially parted ways with the Celtics? I don't think so. I, I personally don't think it would be a good idea. I don't really mm. think there would be a point to that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is now going to have right have more speculation and then people will start spreading rumors. So maybe the Celtics respond. I don't know. Personally, I don't care anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right? It's all unfortunate. And it's good for us as Celtics fans because this is not our problem anymore. No, not at all. And the thing is, as frustrating as it was, and, you know, I know some people, I've kind of heard, seen a little stuff on the internet where people are like, oh, well, this is what we get for, you know, firing a guy for having this. No, that wasn't a side piece. No, that wasn't the case, right? Mm-hmm. When you actually look at, like, right, who he was having a relationship with, how it was handled. like the fact Anyone would get fired in that situation. They, they, their hands are tied. Yeah. yeah, and the decision-making there to have it so close to home. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a lot. There are a lot of ties there. I believe, like mm-hmm. she's a very. Even though he's not bossing, right? I believe she's a very, very good friend of Danny Ainge. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just poor decision making. And your hands are tied. You really, you have to. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, is there anything else about this story that we didn't touch on that you wanted to? Um, if not, we can maybe plug your blog where you go into it a bit more. Yeah, so if you want to check out on the Wikigate Sports Everything blog, I just posted about this exact issue. And basically the whole thing here is rather than focus on Steve Nash or even Ime Doka as like interesting as that is, but I think we need to continue to really focus on that this team are the three stars and we are, you know, two, I guess two stars, but even like Kyrie at this point, I don't even know where he's at. Mm-hmm. But... Honestly, Ben Simmons, I don't really I don't really think we can put too much stock on him right now, right? He's yeah. completely rebuilding. Mm. I really think what we have to focus on mostly is Kyrie and KD. Yeah. Right? That's really what they need to be looking at. 
Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But interesting story. Never a dull moment with the Nets, it seems. Uh, at least not lately. No, absolutely not. In seven games, I mean, right, we could have easily predicted. Steve Nash is probably a strong favorite for an NBA coach to first be fired. Mm. Uh, you know, Doc Rivers was up there as well. Mm. But I was seven games in. I mean, personally, I think it's a little harsh. It must be, yeah. There must be a lot we don't know, right, on both ends. I think on Steve Nash, like the level of stress. I remember I read something, like one of the cities they were in, they stayed overnight or something, and he was literally walking, uh, just walking. Someone said they just saw him walking in the street alone, just like, like, like you know, basically like they had to guess and just contemplating life. That's yeah. not a that's not a great when you're when you're Steve Nash, like mm. former Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know. he's, yeah, he's out there like I am a Hall of Fame player, have made millions and millions. Why am I doing this? This is awful. Yeah. Um you know, it, it doesn't always work out the transition to coaching for a lot of yeah. reasons. But uh yeah. It's too bad too, because Personally, and I'm probably the minority here, I'd kind of like to see Steve Nash get an opportunity somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? I'd like to see him in a, an easier situation, maybe, uh, yeah. in terms of, uh, pl- you know, almost like player management. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe one with less be... expectations right off the bat, too. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if that's going to be feasible at this point, though. We'll mm-hmm. see. Hey, Jason Kidd sucked with the Nets also, and then he's a pretty That's decent true. coach now with the Mavericks. Like, uh, I could argue he's a very good coach. Yeah. Right? So I mean, that team was a top deep. That team was a top defense last year. Yeah, they look yeah. pretty solid this year. And another like really great player who you know it's some growing pains into being a head coach. I was the thought like not to get too sidetracked, but I thought they maybe uh, Jason Kidd got hired very quickly to be a head coach. Maybe the same thing happened with Steve Natch here, where it's like he could have used some more time learning to be a coach, you know? Yeah, with these kind of things, you know, we're not going to, again, we don't want to go off the rails here, with like the mm-hmm. Lakers, right? There's plenty of the head coach, this. and Sometimes also look at like some of the front office decisions. Like I'm just thinking if you have these two guys, right, and people are voicing, people that you're consulting are voicing concerns around these two guys as as your leaders, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like you would need to bring, I just feel like you need to bring someone else in or you want to surround Steve Nash with like a strong group of like assistant coaches, right? Mm-hmm. I just don't think he had enough around him. Yeah, right? that's fair. And, yeah. and you know, you could put that on Steve, like should Steve have, you know, look to seek out like stronger staff? Maybe, but I also think the front office, you got to kind of help coach you're hiring right you believe mm. in him you gotta empower him mm-hmm. very interesting all right Ryan, uh, thank you so much for your time as always uh in real life we're gonna turn right around and talk about the celtics but for anyone just watching this video uh please check out ryan's blog and we can get everything sports.com goes more into this um you can follow the channel on Twitter at WikiGoodSport or WG Everything. Instagram, WikiGoodEverything. Twitch at Twitch.tv slash WikiGoodEverything. And on TikTok, search WikiGoodSports. Search WikiGoodEverything. And we will see you in the next one.